What is going on, tribe? It's your boy Clef, and this is episode 11 of the Social African Show. You already know it's the Social African Show where we chop it up with entrepreneurs of African origin. And today, we've got none other than my sister, Ashley Thomas, is in the building, tribe. How's it going, Ashley? It is going great, Cliff. Thanks for checking in. You ready to rock the show? Absolutely. Let's do it. Let's go. For those that don't know, Ashley Thomas is the founder of FireAnt Marketing, a US-based marketing company established to educate, promote, and expand the marketing goals of organizations through social media. She's also a motivational speaker and an author. Ashley is passionate about inspiring and reminding women that despite their circumstances, they could still live their dream. Ashley, I've given the tribe a little bit about you. Take it away, fill in the blanks, and tell us a bit about your private life as well. Well, first, I want to thank you and let everyone that's on and listening what an honor it is to be here. And I just want to give a shout out and say hi to your audience and thank you so much for listening and tuning in. And as Clef mentioned, I'm Ashley Thomas, born and raised here in the great state of Texas. I'm the youngest child of four. Um, I have two brothers and one sister, and I also have a daughter named Italia Nicole. She's 10 years old, my complete pride and joy. All right, okay. And, and do you keep in touch with your family? Is it a close-knit family? Um, we're, I wouldn't say we're just close, but we do keep in touch periodically. That's fantastic. Now, um, you, we, we talked about in the intro, you building the marketing business and doing your motivational speaking as well. Now, which of these would you hold on to as your area of expertise right now? Honestly, uh, earlier you mentioned my favorite all-time saying, and that was, despite your circumstances, live your dream. Yes. Motivational speaking is definitely my passion and drive. That gives me the encouragement to go forth and tell young girls, women, boys, and men, no matter what life throws at you, you still can live your dream. And for all the listeners that are listening and wondering, what does that statement mean and why does it mean so much to me? I'll just throw this out there. At 17, I was um, a high school senior and I ended up giving birth to my daughter. And I knew, like, at that point, I had so many odds against me and that statistics were not in my favor. And to top it all off, I was a preacher's kid. Well, I am a preacher's kid. And, oh, wow. Right, right. And I knew I wanted to be a game changer. So I finished high school, college, and decided to, and decided to step out of my comfort zone and become an entrepreneur. And so starting my social media marketing company led me to see that I had a voice and people just needed to hear what I had to say, I turned a lemon into something so sweet as lemonade, and now I've dedicated my life to serving and filling the cup of others. Wow, that is awesome. So so would you say the motivational speaking is where you're focused on right now? Absolutely. That's great. Now, you, you touched on it a little bit with having a child at 17. Would you say that was the driver for you becoming this person who wants to share their story to help other women and other people in general? 
she was a major factor, but growing up as far back as I can remember, I've always had these crazy dreams, these crazy visions, just something that a child just never really is supposed to think of. And so I knew I would be great in life, but having my daughter definitely kind of gave me that extra boost to go forth full-fledged. That is awesome. And in your area of expertise as a motivational speaker and an entrepreneur in your own rights, what is one tool, a tip or tactic that you use to get ahead? Honestly, in motivational speaking, I wouldn't say it's just something that I could per se use. But for me, just protecting my mind and just keeping a healthy, positive mind, that is the number one thing that, I mean, no matter what occupation or what you're doing in life or where you are as an entrepreneur or you're in corporate America, you know, just protecting your mind because that is just as important as what you put inside of your body. Wow, that is so much value. And I want the tribe to hone in on that. As you think, so you are. Hence why you should not fill your mind with negative things. Now, when you say protect your mind, is there anything you do to kind of feed your mind with the right things and protect it from the negative things? Always listening to something motivational. And anytime that I may fall into a negative place or into the slums, it's kind of like you just have to automatically think on your feet of something positive and replace that negative instantly so that you can stay level, you can stay aligned because the more positive vibes you put out, the more you'll receive. Wow, that's awesome. And you think that helps you get ahead? Absolutely, absolutely. Because if you allow just one negative thing or fear to just get in the way, it's a it's a ripple effect and it'll just start hitting you in all areas. Wow. Now, yours yours is a story that is interesting because I kind of looked into the social and your book that's just launched. Let's talk about your journey as a whole. Can you take us to a moment that you would consider as your lowest moment so far in your journey? Um, I've experienced quite a bit as a person, as an entrepreneur, and I would just say the very lowest is at age five, I was molested. And that really took a toll on me in my teen years, which in reality kind of led to my uh, teen pregnancy. And so not being able to understand my emotions, not being able to understand what I endured, what was going on with my body. And then not only that, even though, you know, my dad was in the home, but he wasn't present because the church kind of came first. And so not having that fatherly love, not having that nourishment and that I needed for him, it, it really left a void in my life. And so at the end of it all, I was just a young girl just searching for my father's love in the bed with another man. Wow. That's deep. Thanks for telling that story, Ashley, because like I said, it is deep. Um, and it takes a lot of mental strength to actually go from what you've gone through to where you are now. Holding on to that point, what were the steps that you took to go from the low of thinking, no one's there for me, to building a brand and becoming a motivational speaker? What steps did you take to go from the low to where you are now? Being as young as I am, being 28, I didn't fully understand. I thought what I thought was the right steps. In actuality, 
was just it was it was okay because it says you know you're destroyed from the lack of knowledge and what you don't know you just don't know but coming around people that could help me get through it whether it was counseling therapist mentor life coach just having someone to be able to express myself to and them being able to help me articulate and understand how to overcome those feelings, how to to get through the mess, you know, so that I could understand the message. And so all of that just really molded me. And again, just connecting with the right people that could help me because we can't really help ourselves. We, we have to have outside help. Now, did you seek out help or did help just come to you? How did it all happen? It's not necessarily that I sought for help. It was more so just explaining, hey, this is what I'm dealing with. And the person knowing the right people, hey, I have someone that can assist you with this. I have someone where you can go to get, you know, help for this particular area. And that's what really just helped me. You know, it's kind of like you attract what you need. And so that's what I needed. That's what I was thinking about. And that's what I manifested into my life. And did you have to make a big life decision to maybe move away or change um, of mindset? What did you do to actually change the situation physically? Absolutely. Um, I just removed myself from my environment and just oh, wow. started fresh into a whole you actually moved? area. Absolutely. Just moved from the town that I was born and raised and went to a different city. I'm here now in Houston, Texas, and that's where I reside. And so, yeah, just just creating a new atmosphere for myself. Wow. That is awesome because I wanted us to try and get to that because I wanted to try to hold on to that. There's this, it, what you've gone through, a lot of people will go through it and just sink. But you thought to yourself, no, I'm going to swim and I'm going to actually get out of this rough seas and go to a place that is conducive for myself and my daughter. And now you're doing your thing, doing the marketing company and your motivational speaking as well. Now, hold on to that thought. I mean, when did it all change? When did you actually get the light bulb moment to think to yourself, wow, this is something. I can make a business out of this. When did that happen for you? What changed for me was when I learned that people didn't care what I did. They cared about my why. And so starting my marketing company and being out and networking, that allowed me to share that I was a former teen mom and they saw that I was still striving to continuously overcome. And so this alone allowed me opportunities to come share my story. And it just kind of grew from there. This made me realize that starting my company was necessary for me to see that my purpose was much bigger to help and uplift and bring others up with my testimony. That's fantastic. Now, is there a story of when you actually had a conversation with someone or you kind of just did something and you thought to yourself, aha, this is it. I'm going to roll with this. Take us there. I'll have to say my first speaking engagement because it just fell into my lap. Um, I was still a fresh entrepreneur and speaking was far from my mind. But someone that just kind of knew me throughout the years asked if I would come share my teen mom story. And so I did. And it wasn't a huge stage or it wasn't where I just had 
a mic in my hand, but it was a small setting, just me in a classroom with the at-risk kids. And so just kind of after finishing speaking and having the kids come up and the teachers come up, talk about how I inspired them, they enjoyed it and needed to hear that, that sparked something in me. And I knew then this first encounter with speaking would not be my last. That's interesting. Now, uh, you you got to know that. So that fell into your life and you got to do it and you were happy doing it. Now, was there any steps that you took to better yourself in the speaking game? Because we all sort of start somewhere and then get better as we go along. You probably wouldn't have started off as a professional speaker. Um, so how was it from when you started to where you are now? What steps did you take to kind of better yourself and what steps are you taking to grow going forward? Honestly, when I first started out speaking, I was I was really terrified, especially when it came time to to hold the mic. Like, seriously, I would shake. I, I would sweat. And it just it was kind of like I just had to keep doing it. I had to practice. I had to talk to myself in the mirror and just coach myself and also just joining speakers club that can help enhance my speaking skills. And so doing all of those things just helped me. But the most important was just continuing to put myself out there and challenge myself, you know, okay, I spoke to five people, let's do 20 this time and let's do 50 this time. And so it just, it just kept growing. Now that is value. And I'm glad I asked that question. Practice. Don't just say I want to do something and just sit there and say, oh, I'm the best at it. Always try to be better. And to be better, you need to practice. The second thing you touched on, Ashley, is put yourself out there. Because if you went out there, no one would have come to you and said, oh, can you come tell us your story? So let's move it on to where you are right now at this moment, Ashley. What's one thing that you're working on that's got you buzzing right now? I would just say the one thing that's buzzing right now for me is you mentioned earlier, I've launched my very first co-authored book. There's a jewel in you from a statistic to a success. Um, I'm, I'm so excited, excited about this project. It consists of 11 phenomenal women of all ages. And we just all came together sharing our journey and story of being a teen mom. And so this is huge for me because I didn't have this on my goals for this year, but it definitely in the near future and for it all to happen unexpectedly is it's unexplainable. And just for one of many more milestones that I'll reach in my career. That is awesome. And then um, did you have like a big book launch or how's that been so far? How does it feel being an author? I should ask you. <laughs> It feels good. And because I am in Texas and I'm quite sure everyone is aware of the storm and hurricane that we've just encountered, yes. Hurricane Harvey, mm -hmm. it kind of because the release was on the first and that was just in the midst of everything. I haven't actually officially had a huge launch. Everything has just kind of been uh, online, Facebook, Twitter. Instagram and things of that nature. But once we kind of get settled and recovered from the storm that happened in Texas, then I'll definitely have a book launch soon. That's great. Be sure to let us know so we can uh, link it up for the tribe to check out. All right. Absolutely. <laughs> That's awesome. Now you do some um, philanthropic work as well, do you? Absolutely. Um, I partnered with an organization in South Africa and the, the mission of the whole thing is called the world needs a father. And so basically they trained us up to understand the minds of 
fatherlessness and how it really affects children all the way up into their adulthood. And so what I do when I'm out with my teen moms or when I'm speaking to kids at risk, just really using the, the tactics that I learned and the tools and helping them try to understand some of their wounds and some of the reasons that they may be angry or whatever it is that they're dealing with, just trying to get to the root cause of their problem. And what I've learned Honestly, within the past five months, it all has led to fatherlessness. Wow. That is awesome. Now, keep doing the good work you're doing with that because um, that is such a deep, deep conversation. But now, Ashley, I'll take you straight into the lion's den. Now, before we head into the lion's den, let's take a quick message from our sponsors. Today's show is sponsored by KV London. KV London is a premium quality headwear brand based in London, UK. They're very well known for their unique caps. They also create some really cool t-shirts as well. Their latest range is an Afrocentric line of caps and tees from the Heritage Collection. If you're into unique streetwear, head over to www.kvlondon.com and enter discount code SAPTRIBE at checkout for 20% off your first order. That's www.kvlondon.com. At checkout, enter SAPTRIBE, S-A-P-T-R-I-B-E, for 20% off your first order. Enjoy it. Peace. (laughs) Now we've got hungry lions out here, Ashley. Are you ready? Absolutely. Let's do it. Now, six quick fire questions. I'll throw them at you. As you come back with answers, we put the lions to bed. The first question is, what is the best African saying you've ever heard? I would say you must act as if it's impossible to fail. Wow. Can you say that again, please? You must act as if it's impossible to fail. That is deep. And does that resonate with you? Is that something you live by? Absolutely, because if you just keep pushing as if you're not even failing, even though you may have stumbled and fallen, you, you'll, you'll keep soaring. You'll keep going higher and higher and you can't have success without failure. So it's kind of like failure really doesn't exist, but it does because it's what ultimately leads you to success. This is it. <laughs> wow. That's just that's just taking me aback a little bit. So I'm taking a minute to kind of catch my breath so we can go again. Now, um, <laughs> before you built your brand and had the marketing business and being a motivational speaker and now an author in your own rights, um, what was holding you back from building your brand? When I first started uh, my marketing company, I didn't really just come from a family of entrepreneurs. And so I would say my environment just kept me, I allowed my environment to keep me from pursuing my dreams, not having the right people around me to kind of water and nurture that seed to help it grow. But once making the right adjustments, I was able to really just overcome all of that. And then as far as, you know, when I mentioned earlier about speaking, just really terrified. And so I just had to keep going outside of my comfort zone when I tried to run back and just pushing myself outside of that box that I place for myself and just testing the waters a little deeper at a time. And we, we touched on it earlier, the steps that you took to get out of that. Now, if you had a young lady come to you today and say, I'm going through these difficult times and I really want to do one thing to get myself out of this problem, what would you say to them? 
I honestly would just let her know or them know, like oftentimes the thing that we fear the most is what we actually need to take us to the next level in life. And once we can really just get over that fear and once we stop being scared, it comes easy and you will just start fulfilling purpose unknowingly because you've released all of those fears and have put yourself out there to be vulnerable to move forward. There you have it, tribe. Release your fears. <laughs> wow, I'm glad I asked that question. Now, um, Ashley, which is your social media platform of choice and why? I would say Facebook because unlike Instagram, you're restrained to pictures and videos. And then Twitter, you can only type 140 characters. With Facebook, you really have no limits. And I like to have that option because with me being a motivational speaker, you know, we have a lot to say. And so I really can't say what I need to say in most cases in 140 characters. And then, <laughs> right. And when it comes to Instagram, I may not have a picture or a video to go with what I want to say. And so I just love the fact that Facebook allows me to convey whatever it is over to my followers without having to have all that. That's crazy. So the versatility of the content uh, on Facebook is, is what's doing it for you. Absolutely. That's crazy. Now, as a marketing guru and someone who owns a marketing company, is there a Facebook tip that you can give us and we can share with the tribe? Yeah, I would definitely say if you have like a Facebook business page and you are overwhelmed or you feel like you don't have enough time to constantly post because they have that option for you to schedule your posts. I would just suggest taking like some of your downtime where whether it be like a Saturday or Sunday and just sit down and either map your post out for the week, bi-weekly or for the month and just schedule everything during your downtime. All oh, right. And do you use a, a scheduler or do you do it on Facebook? How do you schedule? On yeah, Facebook? everything is right there on Facebook. When you click post, it'll give you the option to schedule it or you can post it instantly right then. For those who may need um, an app for different or multiple social media accounts, I would definitely suggest one of my favorite go-to apps, and that's If Then, Then That. And when you post, say, for instance, on one social media platform, it's kind of a domino effect. It'll take care of all your other social medias at one time. All right. I'm going to link that up as well in the show notes so we can check that out. Thanks for sharing that. Now, um, a daily routine for me is meditation. I wake up in the morning. I take 10 to 15 minutes every morning without fail before doing anything. Three of those minutes, I go to a happy place. I pull in all of that happy energy. Most times for me, it's growing up as a child in Lagos in the compound. It was a happy time in my life. And then I move into the next phase, which is like the prayer phase. I send healing and blessings to everyone in my circle. And then the final phase is where I focus on whatever task I've got at hand. I think of the end result. I pull that positive energy towards me and I get up and go. Have you got a daily routine for yourself, Ashley, that you do that helps you get ahead? Like yourself, starting my day with prayer in a choir place for about 10 minutes or so. And that's 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 the main thing that you have to start your day with. I see. I see. Now, you, do you do that without fail? And is there something in particular you do or you just pray generally? Um, Just... Again, just kneeling down in a quiet place and sometimes mm -hmm. to really take and get rid of all the noise sitting in my closet because you can't go anywhere and there's not much you could do other than look at your clothes and your shoes. And so just sitting in there in my own little zone and just really just focusing and sending my thoughts, my concerns, 
my daily tasks, just putting it all in God's hands before I step out into the world. Wow. Now, let's talk books. You've obviously got your new book that you're excited about. It's the there is there's a jewel in you from a statistic to a success, if I'm correct. Absolutely. Oh wow! <laughs> I got it right. So, um, it, it's, it's just what what was the how did that happen in the first? Place? I was going to say what was the motivation behind that, but I think we we know what the motivation behind that is. But how did it happen? I mean, you're an author, you know. How how did that come to you? Someone reached out to me and just sent me um some information in regards to hey, I would like to do this for you. Do you want to be a part of this project? Mm-hmm. And Without hesitation, I was just kind of like, absolutely. <laughs> wow. Absolutely. Let's see. And, and that's one thing I want the tribe to take away. Again, you were out there, so put yourself out there. We touched it on earlier. But then when the opportunity comes, say yes, and then figure out a way to make it happen. So um, staying with the books um, as a theme, what's one book that you can recommend, apart from your book, which I'm going to link up and the tribe definitely going to check out? What's another book that you can recommend for us to check out and uh, why? I recommend Destiny, Stepping Into Your Purpose by T.D. Jakes. For me, this this book really helped me understand that the greatest moments of my life and your life will happen from painful things that played a role in me becoming who I am or you becoming who you'll be. And that book is Destiny by T.D. Jakes. And you touched on what it was about. So you said it was about... Just helping you understand like the things that you may deal with that are at that moment in time are painful and you can't understand it and you can't process it. But those are the things that are going to help play a vital role in in who we become and what we do with it. Now, thanks for recommending that book, Ashley. I will definitely get it linked up and get it tried to check it out. Now, we're drawing to the end of the show, and it's been an absolute honor speaking to you. Um, but would ask you a deep question. Now, before I do, I'd like to say you've actually conquered the lion's den. <laughs> so that's happy days. All right. <laughs> but um, it's uh, the final question is a really deep question. And it is, if you had 24 hours to live... Just think, Ashley, what would you do? I would use my remaining 24 hours to spend with my daughter, just making sure, you know, that she's well and that she will be be able to just continue to conquer and soar in life. If you want to sort of answer that question in a different way, so apart from spending time with family, um, what would you do if you had your last 24 hours in life? Honestly, just making sure I'm leaving completely empty. Um, whether that be putting everything that I've encountered, all of my work, everything that I've done into a manuscript or typing it out, writing it out, but making sure someone can take the things that I've done, the works of my life and be able to open the book. And it like it's like a recipe. They'll be able to cook up a meal and, and serve it themselves to whomever. So you just leave some kind of legacy to keep better in lives, even if you wouldn't be here. Absolutely, absolutely. Wow, <laughs> that's awesome. Like I said, it's been an honor talking to you, Ashley. For everything you do, we salute you. We'll end the show with you sharing a few words of wisdom and the best way that we can connect with you across digital. I'll just share this. Having my daughter really changed every aspect of my life for the greater. And if you're a mother or a father and you're fearful of what 
parenthood is going to be like, you have every right to, but God deemed you worthy to have that child. And I would just allow that to be fueled to better myself, to better the life of my child. And so what will you do with your pain and how will you turn it into something positive? And I would challenge you just to really sit and think about that. What am I going to do with the things that have hurt me? And how, how can I just take it into something positive? Because things that operate by battery, it has to have a negative side and a positive side to run effectively. And so just look at your life like that. And definitely everyone can feel free to connect with me through my website at www.ashley-thomas. Thomas, T-H-O-M-A-S dot com. And there you will find the links to all my social media accounts as well and a link to purchase or donate a copy of There's a Jewel in You to a Teen Mom. That is fantastic. And like I said, Ashley, I will link up everything we've talked about, including links to connect with you on the show notes as well. Again, for everything you do, thank you. Keep winning, my sister, and we'll catch you soon, eh? Absolutely. And everybody that's listening, remember, despite your circumstances, live your dream. Hey, tribe. That was super deep and packed with value bombs as well. Kicking in with your boy, Clef, and the one and only Ashley Thomas. Now, head over to the socialafricanshow.com for detailed show notes, links to connect with Ashley, Links to all the resources we talked about, including the books. Catch you later, tribe. Peace!